of all the souls I have encountered in my travels. His was the most human. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, one last minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. <sighs> Hello, Chris. We made it. We did. We did. Here we go. Congratulations. Yes, I'm very excited. Me too. So uh, we're doing a very special finale. Uh, we're actually going to be covering minutes 109 through 113 today, which is essentially five minutes of credits. Um, <laughs> or four. Or, yeah. Or wait, did I do the math wrong? I don't know. You're right. Did you? Four minutes. Anyway, too many minutes, too many credits. Um, so we'll give you some highlights. That, and uh, yeah. What? Is that five minutes? My math. My bath. Bad. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty. It's five minutes. I'm right. <laughs> it's Monday morning. It's okay. Have your coffee. Uh, yeah. So minute one oh nine starts with uh, the credits for uh, Beach, played by Paul Kent, and it ends five minutes later with the Motion Picture Association of America number two six six nine four. Would have been cool actual- if. They- Oh, what? I was I was just gonna say it would have been cool if it was like the prefix code. Uh one six nine three five. <laughs> Did I get it right? I believe so. Nice. Uh, yeah, it does 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 a two six six nine four is that actually a thing? I don't know what is that, that is. Like a serial number or something? I don't know. I'm looking that I up. I don't either. Right. But we don't need to know. So, no, that's okay. So yeah, so it's it's all credits all the time. Um the uh, I think the only note I had in credits uh, that was of interest um, was uh, Catherine Coulson. Yep. Uh, she was one of the production assistants, and Catherine Coulson is a uh, is probably better known, or at least known to, I guess not uh, folks folks not in the movie industry. She was the log lady uh, on Twin Peaks, um, and we posted some of that on the. I think the Instagram site uh, a while back, but uh, I think that's just a fun, fun little factoid from the credits. Yeah. I mean, I think we went through like the credits at the beginning. We didn't go through obviously a lot of the, you know, art direction or, uh, you know, the best boy or gaffer, you know, (laughs) the best boy. (laughs) Let me tell you, we appreciate all of their efforts. It is still amazing how many people, um, uh, it takes to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, that, uh, Catherine Coulson was the first camera assistant. Sorry, I think I got her title wrong. Yeah, you know, all the people with the photography, the model makers, the supervisors, the animators, you know, people working at Pixar, you know, and pre-Pixar. ILM, pre-Pixar and ILM and all those people, we appreciate them and, you know, the people did put out a fantastic movie or else we wouldn't be talking about it. Do we want to, I felt like last week when we were talking at the, about the beginning of the credits, um, 
uh, in the you know the main cast, and I think we debated quite a bit at the order of you know how yeah. everybody should have been been listed. But uh, we 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 um, I think we touched on it briefly, but didn't go into it too much. Uh, the character of jo- Joaquim, who's played by Judson Scott, um, isn't in the credits. Yeah, um, I think that's um, a big miss on their part. Yeah, and it was something to do with his agent. I I I'd seen the same story that Brett mentioned that um, I don't know if he was holding out <laughs> to maybe get him further up the list uh, or what the actual story was. But in the end, it, he ended up getting uh, left off the list, which I right. found. You know, you figure of all of the of all the henchmen, right? The, and a lot of the henchmen are uncredited. You know, he's the only one that uh, you know had a speaking part and gets into <clears throat> gets into Khan's face and has a death scene and he's not even listed in the yeah film. i mean yeah i think it was he was in discussions with paramount or something about a you know nothing's i don't think it was star trek related but then his you know his agent probably banked a little too much and you know on on the success of wrath of khan and you know i think it ended up backfiring and they probably were like you know well you know screw this I know. or something and you know he ended up not being credited in the movie at all which yeah is ridiculous because of how integral a role he played in the movie. I mean, we we debated over and over and over again of who he really was. Like, was he Khan's son? Was he Khan's right-hand man? Was he related to Khan in some way? Right, right. And uh, do you think he? What do you think? I mean, we know we know he appears in. He was in an episode of the Next Generation. Yeah. Um, but what do you think? Like his resume looks like. Do you think he's even? Does he do you think he puts Wrath of Khan on it? Do you think legally he's allowed to because he's he wasn't in the credits? You know what I mean? Do they get to? Do you get to say you're uncredited in your resume? I actually think um, in his uh, he put it on his IMDb page. Okay. So it's on. So it's on his IMDb page, which I'm assuming is like his resume. So it says Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, Joaquim uncredited. Wait a minute, you get to edit your own IMDb page? Well, I don't know if he did it, but whoever runs IMDb. Oh, okay. <laughs> you made it sound like he did it. Like, oh, geez. That's well, like no, no, not Wikipedia. Well, you know, he is a star. I'm sure he can edit it. And he just picks up a phone and says, hey, edit my IMDb page, man. Get on it. Get on it. Wrath of Khan, I was there. Yeah, sure so... you were, buddy. That's what they all say. <laughs> Everyone wanted to be. Um yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know. That was the only, like I said, yeah, I don't really have any... Any credit factoids? Not really. Nothing that... No. Nothing, <laughs> nothing exciting other than I think the, the people we've talked about along the way and the behind-scenes stuff we talked along the way. Right. I think it's, uh, you know, that's really all I had. I think one of the, the names we didn't mention um, that I wanted to and so we can use the credits now was jack sowards sowards um he was uh he was actually the person who came up with the idea to kill off spock oh really Uh, yeah so he was working with harv bennett i think he's credited as one of the screenwriters um and so he worked with harv bennett uh on the drafts of the film uh but he it was it's it's between Harv, between Nicholas Meyer and um, and Jack, Jack is the one who's credited with the first one to come up with that idea. Oh, okay. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if he's a, uh, um, 
I don't know, infamous because of that? Or, you know, I guess you don't hear a lot of people, at least now, uh, you know, railing, like, I can't believe they killed off Spock. Right. Um, you know, maybe at the time, you know, he was, uh, you know, you reviled. Can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Who's this what? Jack Swords guy? Yeah, you're talking nuts, man. Um, but, yeah, I think that was the only the only other factoid I wanted to pull from the credits. Sure, there's. You keep going with this. Are you sure there's nothing else you want to pull from the credits? Let me. There might be. You know, I was thinking about. <laughs> there was this other guy that I really liked. Um, yeah, they all they all did good. They all did good jobs. They all did good. We're, and you know, we're qualified to say. We watched this fans. movie one minute at a time. We scrutinize this thing. We love it. We're, we're authorities to say they did good job. I suppose that's too right. I suppose right. If it sucked, then we would be like, "Man, I hated this guy." Supervising sound editor Celia Hall. Oh my God, she was terrible. I mean, there were obviously moments that we laughed and we chuckled, and you know, the background guys, you know, buckle guy and zipper guy and bathroom guy, and you know, Cadet Todd, and we had our favorites, and we right. had our, you know, the. But they all played their part. I will say that's probably one of my one regrets of doing the show um, is not being able to give credit to all those uncredited actors. Wow. I think it would have been really cool if we could have dug up who the actual people were that, you know, that that were uncredited. Um, I think we found a couple of them, like, mm-hmm. you know, some of the women. I think both women and their consensual, we found them. Yeah. Um, but uh, that would have been a fun, it fun was hard. goal. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of extras. I mean, the parade of cadets. There was, you know, the there was there was a lot of extras in that movie, right? That, that we could just not find. It was hard. You know, that probably may have been their one and only role ever. That's true. That's true. If only there was a, you know, and yeah, forget it. I'm scratch that. <laughs> if only there was an internet database to. I know. I was just going to get actors in movies. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb, man. <laughs> um, so I think I'm done with the credits. Oh, okay. Right. Unless you have something else you want to I talk don't. about. I um, don't. No, I think, uh, you know, we wanted to talk. I think we've been sort of talking about it, like just the, the movie, how we enjoyed it. And, you know, uh, I, for me, some of my favorite moments, uh, you know, in the movie, you know, was – I think talking with a lot of our guests about their favorite moments. I mean, it's we enjoy the movie together. You know, I, I can sit and I can watch the movie and I'd be like, oh, wow, this is a great movie. But, you know, it's the moments when we talk about the movie and then when we invite other people in to talk about the movie. I, I feel like, you know, when we have people listening to us talk about the movie. I feel like it's it makes it that much better. Yeah, I, yeah you're right. It is. It's, it's, it is cool to share it with, um, you know. I guess like-minded folk, right? That are totally into it, yeah. and um, I'm I'm glad we didn't have any uh, any uh, guests on who were, you know, anti-con. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, this movie sucked. Because yeah, I that would have been. I, I think I would have had a hard time, uh, <laughs> not defending it, because I, I well, what about this scene? This scene is fantastic, and this one, how can you like this? But right. I mean, I think I would have I would have taken it very personally. <laughs> if somebody had been uh, uh, given us grief about it, yeah, I, I think yeah, it would definitely would have been hard. But I think you know everyone from you know 
everyone did great. And then, you know, the, you, we talk about it all the time on, you know, the listeners federation and, you know, the minute makers and all that kind of stuff. And what a great community this is. And, you know, everyone's supporting everyone else. And I don't think everyone, anyone has not supported one another in the minute community. I think we've all been, you know, a real good group and, you know, we have great listeners and, you know, great, uh, you know, great guests and all that kind of stuff. So, Oh yeah. I love, I love the minute by minute community. They've been great. Yeah. So that was a definitely a highlight for me for the, the season, you know, getting to know them, you know, Tom, Pete, John, Mitch, Crystal, Chris, Jonathan, Keith, Josh, Lee, Alex, Scott, Nick, our wives, Aaron, Brett. Wow. Yeah. You just rolled them right all off your tongue, man. That's great. I did. I know them all by heart. Nice. Um, no, it's just I think it's great. You know, it's it. I think I think the thing that surprised me surprised me the most was this was our first pod, first podcast. You know, and we were you know we, we did we changed the format a little. We we only went three days a week, and um, you know, and then we started out was just me and you, and then we're like, oh, you know, maybe we should get some guests. And then once the guests started, you know, just it we we explored. You know, people had different ideas, and it was like, oh yeah, you know, I never really thought of that, and you know. Yeah. Just the things that um, you know people came up with that was that was great, great theories and stuff, and just yeah, love so it. Speak, yeah. So speaking of that, speaking of things that you know we didn't know, um, what kind of things? Uh, what kind of things did you learn during this that that you didn't know before? Um, one of the things I uh, that stood out for me was we had a couple of guests talk about when we. I think I think every guest we talked with. The uniforms came up, right? And, yeah. And I think generally um, everybody was very positive about the uniforms and and uh, whether it was you know comparing them against the uh, the space jammies, yeah. I think Brett said in, <laughs> yes in, in the motion picture or just you know just they're iconic, right? Um, but one thing I learned, uh, Aaron Hamerbeck and Brett Stillo both uh, referred to them as the Monster Maroon. Yeah, I had never, and, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, me neither. And I did, I you know, when I went and looked up a little bit afterwards, you know, like, well, how, what's the deal with the Monster Maroon? And I guess it was just that's just a a term that you know Star Trek fans um, had come up with to refer to the the uniforms. And I'm like, oh boy, another another bad Trekkie moment. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what about you? Do you did you was there anything anything you learned you picked up from? Uh, our cavalcade of guests. Our cavalcade of guests. Um, I will say that there was a moment when uh, it was in the, um, I think it was when they were in the Matara Nebula, and it's the scene where you know Kirk goes full stop, and he's like Z minus, you know, uh, you know, 400 meters or whatever the distance is, and we were talking about it, and there's a panel that um, that I think it's it, it's Chekhov, you know, is is charging the photons and I had incorrectly thought it was Zulu, you know, lowering the ship. And I think it was Lee, Lee Hutchinson who said, you know, no, it's, if you zoom in on the scene, you know, you see like the photon controls and, uh, you know, yep. humble as I am, I, you know, <laughs> I stand corrected. I stand corrected. But, um, no, I think, I think what did I learn from uh, that? Everyone, the, you know what? The one thing I learned is that there are more people out there that I, you know, that love the motion picture 
We talked, yeah. I think, I think, you know, outside of the uniforms, I think one of the things that we talked about more was probably the motion picture. <laughs> like, is our number, our number two most popular topic? I think so, because, I mean, we, we talked about the reused scenes and then, you know, people mm-hmm. that really wanted us to start with the motion picture and um, that, you know, we just reference back to it a lot. And, you know, you can't, re- you know, you can't reference this movie without referencing that because of this one came second and, you know, you compare, you know, based on the budgets. And so I think one thing I learned is there's great love for the motion picture. It's not that and and. It, I'm going to go on record again as saying it's not that we don't love the motion picture. It's just that it's <laughs> there's, there's issues with it. I think, I think, I know. I think that uh, there's, I think there's challenges getting it to fit into this podcast format. Right. Right. That's really more what it is. And, and yeah, I agree. I think every person we talked to, every guest we had on all generally had positive things to say. I think almost right. every single person said, it's a beautiful movie, right? right? And it the, is. And the story's cool. Yeah. And the story's cool, but it was really just, you know, you have to be really patient watching it. Um, yeah. It's, you need to, you know, nip some of it, you know, cut here, you know, tweak here. And I think you can make it a tighter film. I think you say that about yeah. a lot of films, but I think with this one in particular, I think there are definitely things, moments you could you know, you could have tweaked out of that movie to make it a much, much better experience. Yeah, agreed. But I guess we should save it for one of these days when we get around to talking about the motion oh, picture. We will. We will get there. Oh, yeah. Um, this, is, this is a five-year mission. <laughs> Almost literally. Uh, the, other, uh, the other topic I thought that came up a lot um, was... Uh, Joaquim and, yep. and and Joaquim's relationship to Khan. Yep. That was the other one that uh, and people, you know, whether they thought it was his son or his right hand man, or I just thought it was I, I thought it was interesting how many people had theories, but you know, none of us could find an answer. Right? There's really no no uh, canon uh, answer to who yep. Joaquim really was. Um, so that was fun. It's too bad we can't have a too bad they're all dead, right? And you can't have a sequel like, you know, what's yeah. Joaquin's story? You know, what if he had made it away, you know, escaped and and we get to visit him again? Oh, that would have been a cool. That would have been a cool story. Joaquin I think actually escapes, someone, but... wasn't there someone who referenced uh, was comic book series? And, you know, I apologize again if I don't remember names, but I know someone had mentioned that there was a comic book series or a book that that was sort of a prequel to the whole, you know, post-Space Seed, pre-Wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget who mentioned it too. Sorry, guys. Um, but yes, there is. There's a. It was, I think it's called. It might uh, might be called Rain in Hell. Yeah. Um, you know, better to. Maybe that yeah. explains a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Put it on the list. Homework. Yeah. Homework for next time. Hiatus homework. Yeah, I think you know. Overall, I think we had. Uh, I think we had a good good season good you know talking about the stuff i think big things on the on the listener federation was uh, talking about the mutara nebula i think you know when we had alex on and we were discussing that and um that was a big subject like where did that sun come from and uh you know maybe that's just me i don't know yeah. um 
Could Maybe be. I always just wanted to defend that that sun exists in that area already, that it's not created by the Genesis device. I disagree, uh, but we've already... <laughs> um, what about uh, favorite minutes? We were keeping track of favorite minutes as we went along, and uh, I, I don't have the minute numbers in front of me, um, but the ones, you know, the, the big ones for me were um, uh, Take Her Out, Mr. Savick. Uh, it was which is a great one, you know, of Spock, um, uh, you know, one needling Kirk in a way, you know, trying to freak him out. Oh yeah, definitely. Would you like a tranquilizer? Right. <laughs> mm. And uh, you know, trying to in, in his own way be funny. You know, I think he's you know in his own Vulcan way. Um, uh, so that that was a favor for me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think my, my favorite minutes, I think one of my favorite minutes was, I think it was like minute four, and it was just because it was like, you know, Kirstie Alley, and it's like we were, it was such a surprise, you know, we see this new crew, and, you know, who are these people, you know, it's a new captain, and, you know, there's Sue, and, you know, Dr. McCoy's like, what's going on, and I think I really enjoyed that minute, the, the acting, and um, from that, I also liked, uh, I, I mean, I think it's like, in the middle of the movie or, you know, around the forties, fifties, I mean, the, the, the con, you know, firing, you know, when they, uh, when the ships are finally going to cross and, uh, you know, locking phasers, they're locking phasers, fire, you know, that whole sequence of, right. you know, the, the reliant firing on the enterprise is just a, you know, a fantastic, you know, fantastic scene. Yeah. Um, Mine is, I mean, yeah, obviously those are those are fantastic minutes. Um, mine is during the hunt in the Motara Nebula when the uh, when the ships are yeah. uh, approaching each other and blind, and all of a sudden, you know, the Reliant just you know pops up on the view screen and and uh, the, you know, James Horner's yeah evasive starboard and James Horse James Horner's score just like you know ramps right up and uh, I, I love that minute. Yeah. That's probably that's probably one of my favorite moments in the whole movie, right? Um, uh, as far as just you know, uh, just uh, the 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 adre- I think I think it pumps adrenaline. It makes you know gets the adrenaline pumping every time. There's so many favorite moments. I, 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 I that's that's definitely in in the top for me. Right. No, I I agree. That's a you know I think we you know had favorite minutes with that were, you know, maybe we didn't call them out. Like for me, I, I know like when we had Brett on, I, I may not have mentioned it, but the, I think it was minute 108 is one of my favorite minutes. You know, you have Spock on doing the classic, you know, space, the final front, you know, doing the, 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 the yeah. words that we've been waiting all movie to hear. And, you know, to have him, you know, Leonard Nimoy do that. It just, you know, even now it, it sends chills you know, up my, up my spine, just, you know, thinking about that, thinking about him doing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That is, I mean, just the fact that they had Spock do it, um, or Lennon Nimoy do, yeah. <laughs> do it, um, was, a, was a perfect, you know, capper to, uh, to the, to the emotional, I don't know, roller coaster that is the end of the movie and, right. um, all the highs and lows and, I think the other thing, you know, I, I don't want to say favorite minutes, but I, I know we've, we we went back and forth, you know, even offline talking about like 
the actual death of Spock, you know, how yeah. even today, like how old I am and from when I first saw it, like how emotional I still get when watching those minutes or, you know, and just watching them over and over, it just still feels the same. It's like I well up inside, you know, it's this iconic character that I, you know, grew up with watching with my family and, you know, seeing the movies year after year, you know, it just, it still is a powerful moment in the movie. Yeah. Agreed. Um, that, that kind of goes with, for, for me, uh, uh, so Candace, you know, my, uh, my darling wife, who was uh, a guest on the show with your wife, Kathy, um, she was asking me offline, why does everybody think Wrath of Khan is the best Star Trek film? And I, you know, I kind of paused for a moment because I was like, well, but, uh, 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 like, okay, let me, let me think about That's that right. for a minute. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think it's, I think almost every guest we had on the show and everybody I've ever talked to in my life about it, you know, agrees. But I, and I think most of our guests said Wrath of Khan would, would be their, you know, number one in rankings. Although there were some exceptions. Right. Uh, I think we had some search for Spock people or Voyage Home got a lot yep. of uh, pretty high praise, but, um, uh, but I think, I, I, I guess I still, you know, I, I, I go round and round. I'm like, well, is it the, is it the, the character of, you know, of Khan and the, and this, you know, the, the antagonism between Kirk and Khan is, is that what makes it a great movie or is it really, is it really the death of Spock that makes it a great movie? Because we didn't really talk about it in, in the minutes, but you know, the last 10, 15 minutes of the film, it's like a different movie in yeah. a way, you know, when, when Khan, blows up the reliant yeah um you're like yeah end of the movie hooray we won uh and then it turns into this oh my god you know spock has died and we all of a sudden we're you know we're dealing with that and it becomes a different movie right um and so you know in, in a way maybe that's what makes it such a great movie because it's almost these two two for the price of one you know what i mean you get these two yeah i i, I think there are for me, you know, like one of my favorite movies of all time is, is Empire Strikes Back. And, you know, I equate it a little bit, wrongfully so, probably to a little bit like, you know, The Wrath of Khan. You know, they both are downer movies. They both end on such a crappy note. and But they still give you hope for the future. Um, yeah. But the things that I like about particularly like Wrath of Khan and like a movie like Empire Strikes Back is – is it has a little bit of everything in it. It has the action. It has the drama, a little bit of the comedy, you know, a little bit of the jokes. And I think for this movie too, where it sort of set the stage with those, the funny little one-liners and the funny little jokes between the, the people where obviously in the later movies, they sort of ramp it up a little bit to the, you know, to the point where it's almost obnoxious. Um, you know, the quotes with, uh, you know, Moby Dick and, the Dickens and you know it's it's all those things that help craft this movie to be just amazing and last but not least the acting in this movie is top notch yeah I, I I agree and as you're listing all these things off like I have the smile on my face it's like getting bigger and bigger you know and I, I agree I think I think that's part of it too is just it's 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 all these fantastic moments that are just all you know one on top of the other um 
I mean, they and, definitely did strike gold with it. You know, they, they, they <laughs> like you said, they crafted these moments, all these little moments together, and they crafted this great story. And, you know, let's credit this, you know, the story crafters, you know, the story, the the writers and the all those people for, for doing that. Yeah, and I think Nicholas Meyer, too, the direction he gave yes. it and the, yes. the, 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 the tone he gave it, right? The, um, the nautical tone that really set the... Yep. Change the change the tone of Star Trek for at least those six movies and um, or five movies to, to come. Um, I, I, now I'm doing bad math. Yeah, <laughs> bad tricky, bad math. It, the, so the last one, I, the, la, the last question I had for you, Dave, was um, was we talked about character moments, like best character moments, and and I think we we tapped into most of them. You know, obviously not everybody got there had a had a lot to do in this film and i think you know, yeah. they're all i think we're gonna they're gonna make up for it in the in the upcoming films but um yeah i think i i think i mentioned uhura is you know one of my favorite moments just in this film and it's a tiny thing when when yeah. uh um kirk asked to be you know put me on speaker open hailing frequencies whatever it is and yep. uh and she's like you're on admiral and <laughs> this there's, there's something about that moment it's just very uh you feel like you're you know that's that's more Uhura the person, you know, than yep. Lieutenant Commander Uhura, you know, coming through there. Right. Um, so that's that was a that's a, that was a that's a favorite character moment of mine in this film. Well, I think for me, I mean, I, I mean, I think I gushed all through his minutes is Paul Winfield and you know Captain Terrell. I mean, I just, um, I mean, I could go on and on just about his facial expressions alone. I feel like him in this movie just he set a standard of of acting that I absolutely love and to have the death scene that he had was just out of this world. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Doohan. Um, I think he had a, he had a, a couple of great moments. I think, you know, stayed at his post while the trainees ran. Yep. And, um, and even his moment when Spock was in the radiation chamber and, you know, Spock, no, you know. Uh, I am Nini. <laughs> I think he nailed it. I think he, he's in. I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching the other movies because uh, I haven't watched, you know, three, four, five in, in, in years. It's been a long time. And yeah. uh, I, they're all, they're all, you know, in my head and I, and I, um, you know, I love I, I love them, and yeah. but I'm I'm really looking forward to talking about them again using this podcast format to oh yeah definitely to you know to watch to watch yeah and to watch the performances of all these other actors who you know they are going to get some some media roles and um, it's going to be fun to watch yeah I'm 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 excited and on board and ready to you know set out for adventure on the next on the next movie I mean. I, I agree. I think the only other movie I know as well as this one has got to be probably four, um, just because that's also one of my favorites in the, in the whole Star Trek pantheon of movies. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that just many, many times, probably too many to count. Like every time it's on TV, I'm like, oops, Star Trek four, I got to sit down and watch that. <laughs> uh, that's a, I, yeah, I don't, I, I do like four. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm excited. I'm like, I want to, you know, when we when we finish talking here, I feel like I'm gonna have to go put a movie on, yeah. right, and just just get and get caught up. Um, 
Well, based on so, some of our based on some of our guests, I'm actually going to go back and watch uh, Into Darkness because oh, I want to watch. You because I want to watch. Yeah, I'm going to watch that again because I know a couple of people. I think Lee and um, I want to say Josh and a couple of the others were you know talking about it. And, you know, I'm definitely going to try and give that movie. And again, I preempt this by saying, or there is no bad Star Trek movie. I mean, we we can say that they're sort of bad, but they're all watchable. Oh yeah. And yeah, like I said, now that's what I want to do. I want to go watch them. Well, speaking of our guests, do we want to uh, do we want to uh, go through and uh, uh, thank our guests for being on? I think we do. All right, let's do that. Um, these are going to be in no particular order, right? I think we uh, we'll just uh, we'll kind of go uh, in chronological as close as I can remember. Yeah. Um, so starting with uh, um, Tom Taylor. Con! <laughs> and uh, Pete Mummert. Con! Con! <laughs> uh, Pete's the best. He's the best. Uh, uh, Crystal Beth. Con! Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> I just love the end of her. Shake, 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 shake. You can just picture him vibrating. <laughs> uh, who else we had? Uh, Chris Eliopoulos. Con! That was his. <laughs> that was the uh, s- screaming into the vacuum of space. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... We had uh, Josh Horowitz uh, from Five Minutes of Trouble podcast. Con, his is so subdued. It's very, it's very yes, it's very, it's relaxing almost. Yes. Uh, who else did we have on? We had uh, Lee Hutchinson um, from the filibuster in the, from the filibuster podcast and the um, Nerd Party podcast. Yep. Con. Um, we have to give some special thanks to uh, Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson uh, for loaning the format to us Um, uh, from Star Wars Minute they loaned the format out and uh, um, uh, we were able to uh, uh, put this podcast together using that and uh, we were lucky enough to have uh, Alex Robinson on as a guest This almost sounds like he's a Muppet. <laughs> In the very best way. <laughs> um, and who else, Dave? Who am I forgetting? Oh, our darling wives. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kathy? Con! And... <laughs> oh, my wife. It's like a cheerleader. Yes. And, uh, of course, everyone's favorite Star Trek fan, Candace. Oh, con. <laughs> That's pretty much what she said to me every day um, <laughs> that we recorded. <laughs> recorded. Um, and I think, I think, oh, uh, sorry, uh, Brett Stillo, who um, yep. uh, was our, our final guest. Uh, he was on last week. Uh, so Brett Stillo from, uh, also from the Five Minutes of Trouble podcast. Yep. Barely the live. 
Um, yes. We had obviously other guests on. You know, we'd like to thank John Engel and Mitch Bryan from Alien Minute. Gone! Gone! <laughs> uh, John Carlisle from what has now become the Princess Bride Minute. Mm, yes, that's uh, right. Member of our federation, uh, listener federation, Keith McDaniel, um, as well as uh, Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez from uh, Back to the Future Minute. And uh, finally, uh, Aaron Hamerbeck. Yes, indeed. Thanks to everybody for being on the show. You made it uh, uh, you made it even more fun uh, to talk about Rathacon, and uh, uh, I think our listeners enjoyed uh, all of you guys being on as well. So thank you, guys. And, and I just would like to thank all of the listeners as well. You know, the people that come to the Federation and come to the, you know, send out shout outs on Twitter and like us on Twitter. And, you know, we we really appreciate you guys listening because, you know, we're huge fans of this movie and we're glad you're huge fans of the movie. And, you know, we're glad you're listening to us. Yeah. You know, I think that I, I think I think doing the podcast with you uh was really fun right and yeah um you know just being able to talk about the movie and stuff but uh being able to share it with all of these with with the listeners and with our guests uh really added just that much more uh uh to it and just made it that much more fun you know there was you know it was it was it was you know boohoo us it was you know there's some there's some work involved in, in putting right, the yeah. show together but it, but it was fun and it, this just made it even more fun so uh yeah thank you to to uh, all the listeners um yep. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah. So, um, Dave, I think that's that's all I've got for uh, for our final minute. Um, final minutes. Do you have any other, Dave? Do you have any other uh, any final thoughts for this minute, or should we wrap it up? So I think we uh, I think we need to let all our listeners in on the big mystery of what we're doing next so that's you know there have been polls there have been you know what should we do next and you know yeah chris and i uh, discussed it and we came up uh, we're gonna do uh star trek 3 search for spock next we're gonna we're gonna con continue on in order um and uh there's also going to be a note uh we have enjoyed being on wrath of khan minute However, Wrath of Khan Minute is not going to work for us for Search for Spock. So we will be rebranding ourselves, and um, we will be calling ourselves Star Trek Minute. So hey! New, new stuff. Excellent. Star Trek Minute. Yes. I like Star it. Trek I like the sound of Minute. it. <laughs> awesome. So yes, we will, we will be back next season. We're going to go on hiatus for a little while, and we will we'll be, yeah, we will be back as the Star Trek Minute, and we'll be talking about Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Um, so uh, you should be able to check us out um, at StarTrekMinute.com, and you'll be able to find us on Twitter at Star Trek Minute, um, and all the other things. Any any place you're finding us in social media is Rathacon Minute. You'll be able to find us now as Star yes. Trek Minute. Um, so yeah, well, Dave, I'm uh, I will uh. I'll talk to you in a couple of months, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, maybe. Yeah. All right. Good Let me talk. know when you're ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, um, we'll probably also, I think, uh, be back here and there with some 
special episodes while we're on hiatus. Uh, don't know how long we'll be be on hiatus, but uh, you know, keep an eye out on the social media. Uh, keep an eye out on your podcast feed, and um, uh, we'll be back soon here at the Star Trek Minute. Come <laughs> fire coming soon on Star Trek Minute. And then the whole enterprise just goes boom. I still am disappointed that they didn't get Kirstie to come back to be Savick. It's not like she was a bad Savick. It's just she wasn't our Savick. Like, our Savick is Kirstie Alley. We've watched her a minute at a time. Right. Do you think they would... Do you think they'd ever, um... Uh, like, digitally reinsert her? <laughs> oh, you mean like, uh... <laughs> you mean like Grandma Tarkin? The loss of the Enterprise is almost equivalent to the loss of Spock. Really? That one that one shook me. My favorite part of the soundtrack is all of the Klingon music. No, that's that's uh <laughs> that's that's, to, that's totally uh Is that the music man? <laughs> Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, your semi-daily podcast where we talk about and discuss Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. One whoa, whoa, minute. Whoa. Star Trek Three. This isn't this isn't the motion picture. I did. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Not for me. But Pete, uh, Pete come back. Oh. Oh. Well, that was our planned guest, Pete the Retailer, for uh, this episode of uh, Search for Spock. <laughs>